You mentioned the evidence. Yes. What evidence do you have? No, not that you, not you think, not you think. Okay. What, what evidence? All I'm saying, ma'am, you, you as a voter, if you have evidence, you can go in the courtroom. Thank you for having me, Tim. Uh, one of the things we're going to get you to pull that mic down just a little bit, a little bit closer to you. One of the things we heard, uh, and we'll get to the specifics of what was said and what this is all about. But one of the things we heard there, and I didn't hear in that clip. Uh, there's video and audio that's floating around out there. Governor Kent was yelling at people. Uh, would you characterize, I didn't hear anybody yelling. I heard him answering the question as best he could. Uh, maybe not to the satisfaction of the questioner, some of the people in the room, but I didn't hear any yelling. Was Governor Kent yelling at anybody there the other night? Not that I noticed, and I was standing about 20 feet from him, so I think I would have heard it had <laughs> there been yelling. All right, let, let's let's back up and talk about what we're talking about here. Governor Kemp, uh, as an invited guest, and you, you folks at your monthly meetings, and you've invited guests. I've, I've spoken at the Oconee County GOP meetings in the past. Uh, you invite guests, and they they say their say, and sometimes uh, we'll take questions, sometimes not. Uh, Governor Kemp said whatever he had to say, I'm sure making the case for his reelection, talking about the redistricting session, talking about the upcoming legislative session, whatever he discussed, uh, people wanted to ask questions. Uh, he declined to take questions, at least initially. Uh, and now as he's standing there, he's off to the side. And we can see this in that video that's flying all over the Internet. He's standing off to the side as, as Representatives Weedower and Gaines are there. And they're saying what they're saying and answering questions. Well, a lady you heard there, I, did, I got a question for Governor Kemp. He comes and grabs the microphone in the back and forth. That, that's the focus of so much attention here. One of the things that I heard this woman say, and forgive me, I've forgotten her name, Susan someone or other, perhaps you know. Uh, she is saying on another radio show, Brian Pritchard's show up there in LJ that uh, she was told by you that the governor has someplace else to be, and so he's not going to take questions. Yet there he stands and ultimately ends up taking questions. What's the truth of that? Well, when we booked Governor Kemp, initially we had requested that he speak second, and when we were speaking with his scheduler, they indicated to us that he had another commitment. And so we booked him at the beginning of our mm -hmm. program. And, you know, as, as you book guests for your show, not everybody's going to want to ask questions. And, you know, we, we're trying to, trying to take into consideration the, the position of the person and their desire whether to take questions or not. Mm -hmm. Completely their choice. And as a candidate, you know, if you don't take questions... Some people don't like you know, that. Voters can make their decision accordingly. Correct. The, the, the way that I have phrased this over the years, and, and the same applies to you here, you don't have subpoena power. You couldn't compel the governor to be there, and you can't compel him to answer questions once he is. Correct. But now the, the genesis of the, the question there, and I, I don't know how well the audio was heard there from the person asking the question, but we know this was about the elections of last year. Governor Kemp, why didn't you do this, that, or the other thing about the election? His answer, and he can speak for himself as he did the other night, but the the basis of most of his answers, I suppose, is there's nothing a governor can do. Statutorily, governor's hands are tied. Uh, you got some evidence, take it to court, says Governor Brian Kemp. And that was the back and forth. How long did that go on? I would say, well, obviously, we, we posted on our website the full video of that interaction mm -hmm. because we felt like it was necessary for people to see Your it. website, by the way, the Oconee County Republican Party website, and folks can Google that. Actually, I think we posted it on our Facebook page, okay, so the, that was easier. a better venue just, for us. Yeah, just go to Facebook and a little search window, Oconee, because people are asking me, where can I see and hear this? There it is, Oconee County exactly. uh, Facebook page, Oconee County Republican Party Facebook page. Uh, 
beyond that exchange, uh, in your assessment, uh, and, and should point out, Kathy Hurley, chair of the Oconee County Republican Party, first of all, a big crowd, a couple hundred folks there, about like, uh, and in the same venue, Haddon Estates, John Haddon, uh, as we had our candidates forum back in late October, the 10th District Republican Party candidates forum there. I noted then there were a lot of folks who had some things to say, not some flattering, some of them, about Governor Brian Kemp. In your assessment, the folks in that room Monday night, I'm not asking you to take a poll, I don't know if you did, but but your assessment, how many folks are, are thinking that they are satisfied and then possibly in a position to support Governor Brian Kemp? Or is there some some surge in opposition that, that might have manifested itself there? I, I think that overall in the Republican Party, we have people that have all different beliefs. We have the all the way from the election was stolen to we're great with how it is now. I mean, you have the full spectrum. In fact, yesterday I spent uh, a lot of time speaking with other members of our group, um, and I think it's I think it's important to say too for the listeners is not everyone that was a uh, attendee at the meeting was a member of the Oconee GOP. We actually put these presentations on and invite the general public mm. so they can come and see for themselves. Mm. That was one yeah. of the the tenets that we tried to to go to this since I came into office in April. Um, to present as many candidates in this election cycle to our community and our membership as we can so people can see and judge for themselves. And so from that perspective, that's the way we've moved forward with this. So we've had our meetings open to other people. We have, I mean, even on our own, uh, the board of our group, we have people who have very different opinions about Governor Kemp, you know, all the different candidates. We have a, a lively mix of people and opinions. And, and that's really one of the things we're trying to do now so that hopefully we get all that talk done and we can get unified before we have to face Democratic opponents. Well, now, to that to that point, now, and please don't let me speak for you. In fact, I know you wouldn't. So, but, I mean, my, my typical experience with party chairs, be it at the county level, the state level, uh, they will all tell me this, especially in the run-up to a primary. It's not my job to pick and choose between candidates. I'm, I'm not here to endorse Brian Kemp or David Perdue or anybody else. I'm, I'm here to try to gin up excitement among Republicans. Is that pretty much your position on all this? That has absolutely been our position. Because, I mean, you know, until that person has been won a primary election, they are not our candidate. They are a candidate in waiting, as I guess we Mm -hmm. could say. And so, I mean, you look at the 10th district, we have 12 people vying for that position. I mean, we've got all different kinds of folks. We've got, what, four Senate primary candidates Mm -hmm. for Republican you know, at, for least the Senate. <laughs> at least at least today yeah, yeah. today exactly well, I always I always put it this way Kathy Early chair of the Oconee County Republican Party never mind you're not a candidate until you're nominated you're not a candidate till you qualify Correct. Yeah, those those 10 or 11 or 12 people, how many Republicans running in District 12 now, uh, as you put it, candidates in waiting, candidates in name only at this point. Qualifying, I think, is in March, maybe the first week in March it is. Uh, candidates begin signing the dotted line there. Uh, but but in terms of, and we talked about this, I think, uh, before and after the candidates forum in Oconee County late October. Uh, your sense is, and you told me then, and see if this has changed, that Republicans are ready to ready to flip the House, ready to hold on to the seats that they have, maybe gain control of the Senate, ready to do all those things. Are they at this moment? And you say, well, we got to get candidates and then unify. You think they're in a position to do that? 
I think there is going to be such a r- large red wave that goes through. I think people in general, and, and not just people that would have attended our meetings, but people are, they're disgusted with the things that they're seeing from the Biden administration. And that trickles down to even the local area politics. I mean, we, we have issues, district attorney issues. We have all kinds of issues. And I think what we're going to see is we're going to see people get out in mass and vote. I hope that that will hold together after the primaries. Obviously, you know, we may have a few that say, I'm not going to vote and I'm going to stay home. And if that's the case, then we'll wind up with Raphael Warnock 2.0 and John Ossoff 2.0. And maybe Governor Abrams 1.0. Sadly, I think that might be true, too. (laughs) Kathy Hurley, chair of the Oconee County Republican Party. The briefest of breaks back with more classics here today, WGAU. You as a voter, if you have evidence, you can go in the courtroom, you can present that to a judge, and that judge can order to overturn the election, have a new election, do an audit or whatever. That, that constitutional authority does not lie with me, nor does it lie with the legislature. That is what the law is. That was from I guess it was Monday, yeah, Monday night's meeting of the Oconee County Republican Party monthly meeting of the Oconee County GOP. Governor Kemp among the speakers there, also state reps Gaines and Weedower. Uh, the the portion of video in question there, no things on video. The the portion in question and what we've been discussing this morning, about three and a half minutes of it. You want to get it, and I'll get it linked to my own social media at some point soon. But for the, for now, if you need it now, it's go to the Oconee County Republican Party's Facebook page. It, if you're not familiar, Facebook, there's a little search engine uh, top left of most Facebook pages. I search there, just Oconee County GOP. It's posted there. Take about three and a half minutes to get to the pertinent parts, the parts that everybody's talking about, we're talking about this morning with Kathy Hurley, the chair of the Oconee County Republican Party. And just to, just to quickly rehash here, Kathy Hurley, and again, thanks for being in this morning. Uh, from your perspective, and I've heard it, I, and there's a, Governor Kemp yelled at this woman. I didn't hear any yelling. I heard him forcefully making his point. I didn't. I suppose yelling is in the ear of the beholder. I didn't get it. Uh, again, the the general question, just to take us back to Monday night, and then we'll move on to some other things here. How well was Governor Kemp received? We, we, we've heard mixed reviews in other venues. How was he received generally Monday night? Well, I think with, with as typical mixed audience would be, you have some that absolutely are Kemp, pro-Kemp, strong Kemp people. And we had a lot of those people. I mean, many of the points that he discussed were applauded, applauded loudly. Some, not so much. Um, you know, I mean, I had the privy of standing or you know, being sitting close to the front of the room and could look back at the crowd. And it was an animated crowd. People were engaged. They were listening. They were listening intently. Some, not pleased. I don't know that... You get into a situation where if you've got something where you don't like a person or whatever your bias may be, regardless of what they say, you're not going to be swayed. Uh, For those that came with an open mind, perhaps so. And, of course, those who are big Kemp supporters loved it. I mean... That's just the nature of the beast. Yeah, that, the, those words you used there, Kathy Early, chair of the Oconee County Republican Party, attentive and engaged. That was my assessment as well, and I keep going back to this, that candidates forum October 25th, again in the same venue, had in the states there, DDG Farms in Oconee County. I, I was I was struck by not just the size of the crowd. It must have had 300 people there that night. You had a couple hundred people at the meeting earlier this week. But those folks, they, they weren't <clears throat> potted plants. I mean, they were engaged. I don't mean in any disrespectful way, but you can tell... They 
They were people who were there to pay attention. They were people there to form opinions and maybe decide on a candidate that night. And maybe that was the case the other night as well. But I sense that. And I listen, I, 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 I wish somebody would write me a check for every candidates forum I've done over the decades here. And, and, and I mean, I've done a lot of them. Something different about that when that level of engagement, that level of excitement uh, among the attendees. And I got the same sense watching the video of this thing the other night. I would agree with those who say something's different. Something has changed. How that looks a year from now, I don't know, pretend to know, but my sense is something's afoot. Well, I think what we're seeing, and, and I, when I attended the uh, Georgia GOP State Convention in June, that particular gathering probably had a third to maybe a little more than that of people who had never been to a convention before. You have people that are streaming into political meetings because they're upset about either the election or the way our country is going. So they are becoming more engaged. And you, but because of that, then you also have what I would call some novice politic followers mm. that, you know, they've been, you know, they got the 20 seconds on the TV as they blew by, as they're taking their kid to, you know, carpool line right. or whatever, and they've not really f- studied and followed all of it. And it, there's a learning curve. You know, they're they're getting there, and they want to get there. That's one of the reasons we've decided to have all these candidates come in, so they can truly see for themselves. Um, one thing that was mentioned, and I and I, I I want to address it because it it bothered me when I saw it okay. in the uh, Pritchard interview. Right, Brian Pritchard uh, up in LJ. Right. Um, it was asserted that we had had people register for this event because we wanted to vet who came. Right. And as you'd mentioned, at our our forum in October, we had nearly 300 people. When you start having crowds of that size, it kind of helps to have people pre-registered. and we Especially when, and again, the venue, be sensitive that it's essentially this guy's house. Exactly. I mean, you're, you're essentially, this guy's inviting you to his home. That 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 little venue there, little, that large <laughs> venue, is actually part of his home, John right. Hedden. Exactly. And so we decided with, you know, a named speaker like Governor Kemp mm-hmm. that we, 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 it didn't take a long stretch of thinking about it to realize we will have people that will want to come that have never been to one of our meetings. Selfishly, we're trying to grow our party. We mm-hmm. have grown our party nearly 100% since April. Maybe it was just me. I, I was in, I was telling this story to someone the other day. I was invited to speak. And this is several years ago. I was invited to speak to an Oconee County Republican Party meeting. And, I, and I, I, again, maybe it's just me. Uh, there were 20 people there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's, they're, it's fine. It's fun and enjoyed speaking to them. But there are like 20 people there. You count people in the hundreds now. Right. At, at, at meetings, at just plain old meetings. Well, and, and in reality, we had to change our meeting location. We mm-hmm. used to meet in the basement meeting room of the Oconee Chamber, and we blew past the capacity in it about June. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we've been very fortunate that uh, John Haddon and his family have allowed us to use that venue. Let me ask you quickly, closing out here, I, how do you turn that into votes? If I'm of a mindset, and, these are, and you're not going to win everybody, I get it. But if my belief is that the election's rigged, the Democrats have cracked the code, we're never going to win another election, I'm, why am I going to bother to vote? How are you going to convince me to vote? That's one of the hardest problems that, as a chairman that I face in Oconee County. The, the turnout in voting that we saw in November of 2020 was large. It was probably one of the largest Oconee had ever had. 
that unfortunately did not carry over into January. And because of that, I mean, we didn't do our part to take care of some of the local races. Um, you know, we can't be relied on to completely offset what folks in Athens Clark County do, but we do a pretty no, good you're job. You're speaking of it. specifically about the DA's race. Another That's 1100 County County Republicans vote, there's a different outcome in that race. Absolutely. And so the thing that I heard the most, and I, I sat and poll watched that day and through some of the early voting, and it was like, we don't trust the machines. And I said, but you're here. <laughs> yes, I'm here. You know, you're here voting, but you don't trust the machines. Well, good for you because at least you're here. If people don't trust the process, that's a problem. And that's a problem we try and, you know, get people to understand more about how it works. And it's not flawless. But the thing is, is if you don't vote, if you sit home and you say, I'm just not going to vote because it's not going to count then you've wasted your vote. Well, you have voted, essentially. You well, voted exactly. For, you voted for the other guy. Exactly. If your inclination was, and this works either way, but if your inclination was, I, I don't want Stacey Abrams to be governor, I'm not going to vote. <laughs> Stacey Abrams thanks you for your support. Exactly. She absolutely does. Kathy Hurley, chair of the Oconee County Republican Party. Thanks for rolling in here this morning. Appreciate your time on all this. Thank you, Tim.